That's the Sonic Dead on this week's Worst Little Podcast. Who wants to be famous? The biggest little city in the world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Ramirez! Podcasting live from the recent past, the Dogwater Studios, adjacent to Lake Tahoe. A wonderful lake that I grew up in. Not the lake itself, but around. It's the Worst Little Podcast, and I'm your host, Nick Ramirez. I got Chewbacca with me, Dogwater Dick in the back. Lee showed up for work, that's awesome. And we got the sounds of the Sonic Dead. On the Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Fuck yeah. Which is our good friend. Yeah, it's good to be back here on Drive C with y'all. Freddy Ferox is here. Mm-hmm. It's Ferox. You got it right. You yes. it is right, it Ferox or is it Ferox? Ferox. It's Ferox. Yeah. It's Ferox. Ferox. So that's better than those freaks that say Ferro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the bastards. Screw those people. Yeah. Wee wee. Ferro. Go drink yeah. your LaCroix French, French somewhere else. Latin based, but it's not actual Latin. Same thing with English. I mean, yeah. we got and, a lot of Latin stuff. but yeah. Yeah. That means fierce, right? Yep. Yeah, Nick, you're, so, you're smart. so smart that you know that. <laughs> I know, I know. I learned stuff. Is this only the second time in the history of the show that we had to redo a part? <clears throat> I think we've only had to do, redo one I, part before. I'm sure it's happened before. In these it was many years. it was a Patreon we had to redo one time. Yeah, and, and that's you, a, that's good for the number of episodes we have. Did yeah. you ever crash an entire show and not be able to post it besides the anniversary one? Um, Which no, wasn't and I didn't, yeah, that I didn't wasn't do your that. Fault. The live um, show at Jub Jub's disappeared, right? Right. Yeah, and that was just didn't happen. That show sucked anyway. Somebody did. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't remember. I've, I mean, I the shames, the shames of it. course, are great. But I don't think we were on top of our game at that point. No, it was one year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably good that it got lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the universe is doing us a favor. Yeah, we've only lost shows because <laughs> occasionally the band members decide that they don't want the show released. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only time. I thought about that it. That's really uh, happened. Would you mind? Would you mind just pretending none of this ever <laughs> happened and we could all just go our separate ways? <laughs> <laughs> that's happened before. Right. Yeah. Not a lot, but yeah. Well, no chance of that happening because Freddie Ferrex Fer- works on his <laughs> own in the Sonic Dead. Yes. Yep. One of his many projects. And this is my seventh time. And if I didn't want you guys putting anything out that I, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be coming back. You to know, time. you know what you're getting into. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's not a virgin. And uh, I'm a Patreon. I, you know, I yep. give you guys sixty dollars a year. So he gets these songs. <laughs> I own you. Show. Yeah. He knows all and the secrets. You can secrets. have anything you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We no, we wouldn't stop you from. Yeah. But yeah. we would give you anything might, you want. We anyway. might even go back mm. and give you the episodes that people told us to erase, as long as you never played See? them for anybody. Oh yeah. But don't tell those people yeah. that we gave it to because <laughs> they'd be mad at us. So that's hey, wait good. A minute. And that that first fucking song was amazing. And I love anything that uses um, okay, samples from fucking John Waters movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got. A, I mean, that's a great sound. So the song I did, you got. I mean, is your stuff available like to pick up? Yeah, this. 
This album came out a couple years ago, but I just never really promoted it because I'm just not really good at self-promotion. And in fact, the band camp um, was in, I had it like, it was supposed to come out in October of 21. And that was supposed to be like the release date. And I I didn't realize I had to go on there and set it to to release. release. I just thought it did it automatically. And Maybe like four months ago, I went on there. I'm like, it's still in pre, it's still in pre-sale. Oh, no. oh, oh wow. shit! Oh, no, so this really Man. has just been released, but by accident. <laughs> yes. Oh shit! So, so anybody who got the pre-sale was like, huh? <laughs> wow, that could, could took two years for that. It's better, to... This better be good. It's obvious. I mean, you, it, it is that but kind it, of quality because yeah, it is so, so so awesome. Yeah. So you know, yeah. So do you play all the instruments? So I mean, I play the guitar. Uh, but everything else is like uh, samples and stuff that I've manipulated and edited to so form dope, songs. Man. Great yeah. music. It's like funky, but but frightening at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's got that funky, little bit of ministry vibe. Uh, uh, like, uh, like it just hits. I bet it would sound good in the car with the bass turned up and everything. Like it's just, it's got yes. that. Dri- it would be good driving through the desert music. Fuck yeah. Yep. Be good uh, Molly music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about, I mean, it was inspired by a ritual that happens down here, the goth night. Oh, cool. I go to that all the time, and my wife and I do, and uh, it inspired me to write a song about it, all the sexy people that you see there. Yeah, I bet the music is rad, too. Where's that one at? That's it, uh, the old studio on 4th. Um, Dead Ringer? Yep. Dead yeah, Ringer. okay. Yeah, I should stop in there one night. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Sounds like a good date night for uh, us 80s folks, 80s and 90s folks. But oddly enough, that song has a tempo that I think is too fast to really get a good dance. Well, <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's very, you know what, it, it's very Thrill Kill Cult. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Three, it's very Thrill Kill Cult. Yeah, um, I think that's, yeah, down, yeah. the world needs more yeah, of that. With the sampling and everything, yeah, it's really a good fit. Good good call. That was definitely the inspiration. Yay! Do you God. like uh, Ethel Meat Plow? Ever heard of them? I've heard of them. They, I think they toured with Thrill Kill Cult or something. To be more technical, the, the band that one of the guys from Thrill Kill formed called the Electric Hellfire Club. Oh, yeah, that's more was more of the inspiration. I was more into oh, them okay. than Thrill Kill, but I liked I liked them all. But uh, good yeah. ear, Rick. So Electric Hellfire Club is like the afterwards, right? Because I didn't follow them. I just they just doubled Club down Club. on all the evil and satanic shit. Yeah. but it's kind of oh, still okay. sounds, it's kind of still sounds like it was film. already pretty satanic before that. Was, is this was, like how is this like how Skinny too. Puppy be, Ogre was like? I'm gonna make it my own thing, call it Ogre, and then it's exactly the same sound yeah. with the same people but doing Kevin, the same music. Kevin but, Key went and made some really trippy shit with Download and his own solo stuff that was not. Right, puppy-ish. right. Yeah. It really was different, but yeah. ogres is like this is this is skinny puppy, you guys. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> They're all skinny puppies. Last tour, I'm like, whatever, whatever. Well, recently or what the the skinny puppy last tour that's going on right now? Yes. Now, didn't they say that that was supposed to be the last tour? That's what uh, I heard. It's, yeah. It's just yeah. ogre or no? I think yeah. it's the whole gang, isn't it? Oh yeah, no. I'm sure that that's everybody who's alive. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, then even if it's it's like if Robert Smith broke up with the cure, it would still until he's dead, there's gonna be something. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry. It's like Paul McCartney being alive. You know, there's still you can still go hear the Beatles songs. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it alive. I remember when I saw Dream of the Blue Turtles tour with Sting. 
when I wished it was the police. <laughs> 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 but it was still cool. He played police songs. That was a pretty good era to see Sting in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I missed the police, so I went to the Sting. Yeah. And then they, when they reunited, I went and saw the police twice. So cool. I made up for it later in life. Yeah, police are rad. The band. Not actual police. I fucking hate the real police. <laughs> Fuck the police. Yeah, and I don't like beetles. Like, if you just find a beetle crawling across your floor, yeah, I don't like pretty gross. Yeah, Fuck yeah. beetles. No. <laughs> Stink bugs. Yeah, potato bugs. and yuck. The vibrators are cool, though. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're cool. Uh, anyway, welcome back, folks, to a wonderful episode of The Worst Little Podcast. Yeah. Um, so, you guys had some rad music over the weekend, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Speaking of yeah. uh, Freddie and me and fucking low. Dogwater Dick was there. Yeah. Are your arms still sore? Oh, man, you guys. <laughs> well, and Nick, they, we knew that you were going to th- drum in three bands that night, but as the night began to unfold, I realized that you were drumming in three bands back to back. They didn't put other bands in between for you to rest. That was on purpose. I asked for that. You asked for that because I thought I mm-hmm. thought, and for a minute I thought, oh, maybe it's because they want to leave Nick's drum kit set up. And then I'm like, we're not even using Nick's drum kit. Why is this? Well, happening? that's where I came from. That was the place I was coming from when I first said that I would do that to make it easier because he'd already booked me two bands back to back. So I was like, okay, well, it'll just make it easier if we just do that. Um, and a smoother running show all the way around if we do this. Um, so I just fucking... And also, you look, first band, warmed up. Second band, ready to fucking kill it, which was good because it was Glitter Bats. And then third band, I'm starting to get tired, but it's Roxy, so it's cool. A little mellower. It's a yeah. little mellower. That's, that is you nice know. that it went, it went mellow after that, yeah. Yeah, that was a good order. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think... Uh, I mean, all all three sets were super fun and had had some high points. Uh, that Ro- Roxy's Duran Duran cover, though, for me was like my favorite uh, Roxy moment because uh, we did it cool with the extended intro. What'd you guys play? Uh, chauffeur. Okay. Yeah. Which was great. Sounded great. That was fun. And so then, awesome. Glitter bats. I mean, that whole thing's a blur because I have to sing while I play too. A little backup singing. Well, I play. And it was my first time seeing the Glitter Bats, so that was just amazing. <laughs> just trying to keep up and remember every everything about all the different songs, but that was a blast. So and that was, they, a, that so, was an hour and a half of drumming for you. Yeah. It was, <laughs> felt pretty good. <laughs> um, like, you get endorphins off it, so that night I was fine, and I was up until, like, fucking four in the morning for sure. So can you imagine, like, being, like, Bruce Springsteen's band where he plays, like, three hours, like... Every other night. Yeah. yeah. They're like 70 years old plus. Those guys yeah. are crazy. So double what you played and, and, and do it almost every age. other night. Yeah. They get paid pretty good though. Pay is good. Yeah. Money is uh, uh, very um, motivating. Yeah. Very motivating. Can be, yes. Um, I mean, yeah. If I could pay my rent playing the drums, fuck yeah, I'd play them eight hours a day. Until you collapse. I would if, if I could make you know the yeah. same or more money yeah. than the best job I for, could get. For years now. and years, I laid brick well, in an autoclave for twelve hours they just a day. Wake you up with the smell of the cash, like instead of smelling salt, it's like smell this. Yeah. <laughs> you get up. up. Oh yeah, oh, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm awake. I'm ready. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. What do you need? What? How, what's the count? You know. 
But that's the thing. There's people so who much better than me who don't get that either. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, not to, I'm not saying fuck yeah. There's people way better than you. I'm just saying you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's hard to like get a like a good job, like a good paying job playing the drums, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. But it's well worth it mm-hmm. just for the love of the, of the drums. Yeah, and I mean, like, Pierre is a drummer for a rad band, and they do stuff sometimes, but then the rest of the time, he's got a, you know, he works for City or whatever. Mm. Um, he's got a regular job. Yep. He's still a rock and roll hero, but he's a working man, you know, which is rad. I think it keeps people's feet on the ground. <laughs> but on the other hand, I wonder if he'd be like, yeah, I wonder if it's like, no, I drum just enough, man, with that and my other local bands and the shit I do, and that's just enough with my day job that... Mm. My life is really nice, you know, because he probably, you know, knows the famous guys who are rich and shit and who have to like fucking hustle and have somebody kind of cracking a whip on him about Mm -hmm. shit, you know, a lot more pressure. Yeah. So I don't know what's better. I just do what I can. (laughs) (laughs) What's, you know, what, what doors you can go through. And I was lucky I got that fucking opportunity to see your Facebook post needing a drummer. Mm, yeah. And I raised my hand right up. I was like, please. <laughs> yeah. And that's so funny because we were we talked about your name came up when we were talking about it, but like we're like, yeah, he's in like twelve other bands, so I don't think he'll be wanting to do this. <laughs> Never stopped him before. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I did have my limits and I had said that I didn't, you know, I was just going to do this. But then also it came at a point where I was so bummed whenever, but like both practices we could cancel that week. And I'd be like, I'm not fucking drumming. Just drumming me nuts. <laughs> so the third band was the well, third band with people who hardly ever cancel practice mm-hmm. or show, never cancel the show, mm-hmm. but hardly ever fucking uh, cancel. And then yeah. it's okay when they do. Cause I got the other two bands I'm drumming this week sometime, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. And so I could finally pro- progress a little bit. And I think that's what playing three in a row is about, too, like the challenge. And yeah. hopefully I learned something. Well, was, sounds like it went great. That yeah. was so fun. And the other bands fucking killed, man. Yeah. Grime Dog was rocking and funny. Mm-hmm. And as always, cool. The Pride Arena. Sexy. And then <laughs> um, Will Schamberger, fucking their band was oh my on God. fire. Like, they've been playing so many shows. They're so tight dude just like and and fucking jesse with that fucking fret with that fretless bass like the five stringer he just like like it's so fast and so awesome and i mean they're all great you know except will will's kind of the the weak link in the whole in the whole band (laughs) you know it's a good thing that he's got like the voice that everybody wants to hear and the and the songs and the lyrics but you know it's all about his name plus the plus the band's named that so i mean it makes sense that he'd be in it yeah, yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> they can't just like keep the band going and throw him out. So. Yeah, that was smart of him to name it after himself. <laughs> Shrewd move, Will. Kick me out of the band now. <laughs> no, the, 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 what about Rick? What about that new song? The first new song they played? Oh my God. That was so fucking intense. Like that. And you know, when you hear a song for the first time, and it's not, it, sometimes you got to hear something three or four times before you mm-hmm. realize you like it. Mm-hmm. But that like kicked so much ass out of the gate. That was amazing. I thought, this is the new song. Holy shit. I want a whole record like that. Yeah. With that kind of shit. Damn. It's fucking good, grab you by the 
lapels and kind of give you a shake. Well, it can't be the whole <laughs> record. There's got to be some like mellow moments. Yeah, that's if, true. If it's just that's that, true. I'll just be raw by the end of it. That's true. You know but what? it was a new sound for them or something. Like it was a different vein of rock that uh, I hadn't heard from them yet, and I really liked it. Yeah, super intense. That was that was fucking rad. So. And and also it had like really cool changes. Yes, where it, it, like. Through me, I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" The first part of it, I'm like, "Cool!" And I thought the whole song was that. Here we come, the end. It's gonna finish the way it began. Nah, they fucking take like a left turn and turn it into this rad, dope, like epic ending and shit. Right. And uh, yeah, man, that was that was one of the highlight moments for me as a viewer. Totally. Well, and we all like, I love that we all stand and watch Michelle play guitar and are just amazed that she solos and, and has those pained fa- expressions on her face as she's like playing those intense notes. And to watch somebody else do that, because that's how what Charlie does too. Mm-hmm. And then, but we're watching Charlie with Michelle standing there and Michelle is just fucking cheering. And <laughs> and she's like, and after afterwards, I got a picture of her and him hugging and it was just like, and her just coming up to him, being like, "You just nailed that. You did so." And she was talking about how great he was and guitar love. Yeah, yeah, it was just awesome to see two people. And I think, I mean, to me, those seem like the two best guitar players I've ever seen. Yeah, and to see them both hugging each other and talking about how great they are. <laughs> yeah, they, and Chamberger, they play a lot too. Like, so I'm gonna have to get out and check check out some of their. The shows one of these days. If I can. Yeah, and if there's a show in in fucking Fallon, I went out to Fallon to see them, and it was great. Yeah, they um the bass player was sick though, so they did like an acoustic set, but it was still amazing. I love those guys. And at that show is when Will said he when Will was like, obviously I'm the weak link in my own band. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's his joke. Yeah, there's a callback but, to something Will's had said. Yes. See, we're not mean, yeah. you guys. No. You all thought we were a bunch of dicks. <laughs> they huh? know. They know. <laughs> um but uh yeah it was cool. great great weekend right. um we hope uh and you can still contribute to Lacey's benefit um you can go to the uh what's that thing called the go fund me go fund me or you could go to Lacey's facebook and she has like her Venmo and a couple of like link digital link yep. things it's out there you can find it and please yeah. help her out cuz uh we if you listen to last week's episode, that shit's fucking harrowing yeah. and she needs help, you know? Like yep. some like a she doesn't need to have to worry about the money part. She needs to, you know, just keep focused on healing and Right. And, right. And being able to do the daily things she mm-hmm. wants to do. Right. Know? I'm worried about my truck passing smog and Lazy is worried about her heart not working. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So yep. So anyway, it was a good thing we did. We're gonna keep doing it all the way uh we know we're doing Mary Anarchy yeah. for it too. So that's awesome. Um, so more about that later. More to come. And every Glitter Bat show has been our best show. So that means our next show will be our best show. Fuck yeah. Because it just keeps going that way. So You think it's gotten as good as it's going to get? You're wrong. Nope. Yeah. It's going to get better. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree, man. I feel more confident in every show. Um, and I enjoy singing the backups, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, It's starting to get easier to know what I'm going to do while I'm singing, you know, that sounds good. For good. Cause we keep writing backup vocals. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> you got it, man. It's part of our sound. I like that. Jared sang too. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I told you, I just got to put a mic up to him. Yeah, it's good. We need him. We mm-hmm. need for gang vocals. We need a bigger gang. Yep. 
Uh, and oh. uh, Sonic Dead. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about the Sonic Dead. Did Back that, to the Sonic did that come Dead. out of COVID? Or? Uh, kind of, well, yeah. It was uh, a lot of the songs were written during that time. But I was also going through my own shit. I, uh, what's it called? Ha- Hashimoto's disease. Uh, what's it was, that? Basically, you're, it, it stops your thyroid from doing what it's supposed to do. And I didn't even know what a thyroid was until yeah. mine stopped working. Uh, <laughs> I only know a little bit about this because I now work at an endocrinologist office. Yeah, it's, yeah, it turns out it's pretty important. Yeah. Right after your brain and your work. heart. Yeah, it's it like keeps things, you need it. Keeps things in line. Uh, so before I was diagnosed with it, I suffered with it for a while, undiagnosed, just thinking I was suffering from depression and other shit. I couldn't sleep at night. I up and down and just like depression where you just fucking stare at the wall and just like <laughs> for hours, oh, man. you know, just like, uh, so yeah, a lot of the songs came from that. So. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. You got productive and uh, you know art, right? Art's the healer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And and if folks don't know, Freddie is a rock star from the band Murder Rock. That's when know? we first learned legendary mm-hmm. Reno band. Of how amazing Fred was. Yeah, it's a good time. You can you can put yeah, that in awesome the search band, bar. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah and you can find all their stuff. Out Murder there. Rock shits all over Spotify and everywhere. Yep. Yep. Is the is the Sonic Dead stuff up on Spotify or is it only it, on Bandcamp? It is. The the first album that we put out is no longer available. So if you did snag that while I was around, then good for you. I should but have recorded it on tape. It's uh, not anymore. But the last EP with I Can't Breathe, and it was my little acoustic thing that I did, uh, that's available. And this album, which was supposed to come out like two years ago, but I'm just not good at it. Did you just <laughs> did you just release this on Spotify when you found out the other one was broken? I don't know exactly when it went up on the the other um, streaming services, but but Bandcamp was in presale for like two years because I thought it was going to do it. It's on its own, and it didn't. <laughs> might have got neglected a little bit. It was just a few months ago. I was like, I just happened to pull up the site, and it's like it still says it's in pre order. What the? Oh shit! I'm supposed <laughs> to click go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had to hit yeah, a button. Hit release. Okay, there. <laughs> They're like, guess what? It's out. Years <laughs> in the making. Yeah, but I'm Dude, bad it's at like you were ready to have that baby and you just kept your legs crossed. Yeah, I, I, so there were four people who had ordered the album off Bandcamp, so they waited a good two years to get it, so Damn. hope well, they enjoyed it. Well, that sounds fucking awesome. Maybe it's like wine and you let it sit there for a while and it just gets bad. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it marinated in the, the empty internet. Uh-huh. Or not the it's, empty internet. It's oxidized now. Uh, yeah. Well, what are we going to hear? What's the next track? Uh, let's do, speaking of the, this one's really inspired by the Hashimoto's thing. It's called Scars. This is, really shows where my, where my brain was at the time. What a collection of scars you have. Never forget who gave you the best of them. And be grateful. Our scars have the power to remind us that the past was real.
That was epic. That was awesome. All your music sounds like could be at Ritual. <laughs> that was sad, Freddie. Writing that song. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it worked. Yeah, so did you... Um, you're the brains behind Murder Rock as well, right? As far as like... I did most of the songwriting, yeah. Chris wrote a, f- a few songs, but I, I did the bulk of the songwriting. And you did you do the same thing where you would one man show the whole song and then bring that to the band. Yeah. It's just like I do in glitter bats. I, I do the demos at home and then I've never been in a band that does that. It's so cool. Well, you know, and I was, it's funny. I was just talking to Chris about this. It was like, cause we all have day jobs, man. We don't have, we're not, you know, paid musicians that have time to like sit and write music and jam together until a song forms. It's like, I have time to do it at home. I have all the setup. I'm a multi-instrumentalist. I can record the songs and then send them to the band members and they can learn them in their own fucking time. When they're oh, ready, man. they can sit down with headphones and play and learn them. And it's the greatest tool because even if I'm just walking around just listening to it over and over yeah. until it's drilled it. into it's, my head. you got the whole vibe. Yeah. And the whole time you're thinking like, oh, I can't wait to drum this one thing on this one spot. And Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah that's a cool method. It's just easier, man. It's it's Yeah. Most of the bands I go in, we we'll get a piece of paper out and I write down what the chords are and I listen mm-hmm. to them play it and then I try to I've been down that road and I've been I've spent wasted so much fucking time Dude, this with is bands where like, Yeah, this sounds good and then we come the next practice. Anybody remember what, what the fuck we did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Pulling up an iPhone recording, yeah. hoping it's on there. Oh, this, we spent four hours really fucking do doing that. No, this is do super efficient and sounds like a great way to write music together. Oh, it moves yeah. along so fast, man. Like when I first joined, I had to learn a few songs, like a list of cover songs and mm-hmm. and then a few originals and uh, now I'm just like hungry for him too. <laughs> like you said the other day, you had a new song mm-hmm. uh, about Dracula. So Dracula, nice. Looking forward to that. Yes. But um, back to Sonic so, Dead's yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. Are, do you, are you able to to do these things live? No. No. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> yeah. No, I could do them karaoke style. Yeah, I know because it it would be hard to pull that off but and make it like actually as rad as it should be. I would as a consumer of music i would not want to see that yeah yeah that'd be so weird i i you know yeah. i could do that but i don't want to do that yeah. have you ever had the guys 
your um, fellow musicians that you seem to use a lot and you guys are in each other's projects. Um, you ever do it live, Sonic Dad? You know, I, I think there's a few Glitterbats. The Glitterbats could do a few Sonic Dead songs, and I think they could do a few Muter Rock songs if they wanted to. So, I mean... Oh. Dennis was just saying that the other night. He's like, you know, you could probably do a couple murder rock songs, and I was like, yeah, we probably could. <laughs> yeah, but that will ruin the one day the murder rock uh, return show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we're all gonna yeah. starve we'll for it, it and yeah. then one day you're gonna whip it out one Halloween, yeah. like like ten years from now, and we're all gonna shit our fucking pants. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. That's probably. Not I love shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind playing a Sonic Dead song because it would be pretty easy but uh but it's, but it's cool it's kind of just a personal thing yeah it is it's like the Trent Reznor and the presentation is yeah. just for headphones and speakers exactly yeah. it's I call it a music project more than my band or anything so yeah. it's just a well it's fun to just be like I don't have any constraints about whether or not this needs to be played live <laughs> or anybody needs to learn it yes. I don't give a fuck I'm just gonna do something that I like and... or, or if anybody else in the band likes the song or not it's yeah. like it's all for me and if I like it then I'm gonna fucking make it a song where so are you recording these things at? Are you? Here. Here? Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. But you prepare That's, a lot of the pieces. Yeah, I record a lot of it at home, and I bring the... Yeah, just come in and... Yeah, the and then we mix it together, and we get, and we get the lyrics down, and, and we did... Did we do some stuff here, or was it... The vocals. Yeah, just the vocals? It was I, just I the don't, vocals. I don't have a setup for vocals at home, so they sound shitty when I record them, and that's so... Yeah. Well, everything else... Sounds, just, sounds great. Thank you. Rick. Did we do some yeah, guitars great. or something? No. We didn't do uh, any, huh? No, we we did on I Can't Breathe on the EP before that. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it seems like we did something more than just mix and do vocals, but but it's so much fun taking these pieces and putting them together. And, and I'm like, this is what it was like to be fucking Thrill Coke Calls engineer yeah. back in the day. I, yeah. I, I love coming in here and recording every time I've recorded. Rick makes it so fucking yeah. enjoyable to fucking mm-hmm. record here. I love it. Oh, my God, we have the best time. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Serene. Laid back, just, yeah. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. What's the crazy idea? Let's mm-hmm. do this. Make it sound like blah, blah, blah. And I'm yes. like, well, let me try 10 things. What's this like? Yes. <laughs> That's the best stuff. I love that shit. Yeah. And you don't, the, the, all the cool stuff that the Beatles did, it wasn't because the engineers had great ideas. It's because the Beatles kept screaming at them, we want something else. <laughs> what else could you do? And they're like, oh, okay, we'll try this. <laughs> as much as I be, love being a live performer, I love being in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm. So great, and some of the and the, like in the murder rock some stuff is some of the my favorite stuff that I've ever recorded. I mean, just playing it on my by every once in a while I'll whip it out when I'm going for a bike ride and just be like, "Fuck, I forgot how phenomenal this is." <laughs> so great, you know. It, it, I even have. It, I was. Uh, it came up in like my, my YouTube algorithm, and I was like, "Oh, let me hear this." I hadn't heard this song in a long time. It was a murder rock song, and I was like, "Damn, I wrote that." <laughs> so awesome! Your songs are catchy as fuck. God, yeah. Uh, Jared was our our guitarist. He was like, "How do you write such catchy?" He's like, "That's just the kind of music I like. I write what I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I like. I grew up in the '80s, man. Everything yeah. had pop hooks. Pop, yeah. You know, there was hooks, something to bring you back. And that's no. There's a place for pop in like every genre of music. Yes. Yeah. That's what ends I, up being what I would say. I've here. only written pop. But I've been in. I've never been in a pop band, yeah. right? But I've only. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I write pop music. Well, that's like how Kurt Cobain felt like that. He said that he just loved pop music and what he wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. He listened to the Pixies and stuff. It's just poppy. Yeah, but it was you know it wasn't exactly pop music. But he loved Cheap Trick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, which is also catchy ass music. Mm-hmm. Good songs. Agreed. 
Yes. Um, so, like, even before that, were there other bands before Murder Rock? Yeah, what were you doing before? You you just seemed to pop up with Murder Rock and suddenly yeah. ruled all of our worlds. <laughs> and I don't know what, you had to do something before that. I no serial killer starts as a serial <laughs> okay. killer. They work nah, their way up. You're from Idaho? Yeah, I, oh. I didn't move here until 13. Oh, that's Murder why. Rock started in 15. Which part of Idaho are you from? Boise. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so live. you already got good there. So did the Idaho people know about your shitty years, or how did that work? Idaho was terrible. Yeah, Idaho was, it had but no music scene. Bottom line, best potatoes in the universe, <laughs> and that's no joke. So they say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, there was no scene there, and I, I was in a, a punk band. I was in several. That's where I was in my bar cover bands. You know, that's the only kind of bands I could get going there because mm-hmm. nobody wanted to take a chance on original stuff. And so, how big of a town were you in? Boise is about the same size as Reno. Yeah. Oh, you said yeah. Boise. I missed that part. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, boy, so you as a town the size of Reno, and there was like no, it's just there's not a not not music scene that works that worked for anything that I wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, you never hear about bands that came out of Boise being rocking. Well, I mean, sure nobody hears about Reno, but it's but it's well, but it's fucking out of, out of control I mean, here. Who's is? It? I mean, Reno hears about Reno, but like, no. it's that band but, that uh, Slipknot. Where are they from? Iowa. Iowa, not Idaho. Sorry, <laughs> Iowa. the other, the other I state. Yeah. Sorry, brain. <laughs> uh, you're wrong, and it's still terrible there. It's a fucking red state, and it's shitty, and I hate it. And I'm glad to not be living there anymore. As soon yeah. as I moved here, all my rock and roll dreams came true. I met cool people. I was able to finally. Murder Rock was a thing I was been planning since late '90s. Trying to Ooh, to yeah. form it and get it going. Couldn't get the people together in Idaho to do it. Damn. And Reno had exactly dress up and be weird on stage. Mm. I don't know. Well, I don't want to get beat <laughs> oh, up. I want to get laid. I don't want to be getting looking ugly and shit. <laughs> Fuck it. We and like when and when you first, when Murder Rock first started playing shows here, everybody in Reno was like, "We've been waiting for someone to do this. Yeah. We're so happy yeah, you're it's a here." Great fit. Dude, and I, I, I just thought that what's going on here, because there's so many bands and there's so many things happening here, I just thought that this is going on everywhere. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember saying that to Sick Kitty Sit a couple years ago, and them looking at me and going, fuck no. They're like, Reno has such an amazing scene. Like, you mm-hmm. go, that isn't happening everywhere, Rick. Reno is special. <laughs> I was yeah, like, are I you sure? Are you just telling me that because I'm from here? No, so you had the it's, same it's feel? It's really true. I hear a lot of people who were like born here complain about it, but that's like because you grew up here. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's but hometown people sucks. Too. I mean, I, Get away from your hometown. Go see how things are, you know, and then. Yeah. You go to all these other cities. There's some great cities and cool places to mm-hmm. visit, but Reno has a lot of great things going for it. I fucking totally. love it here. Yeah. And I could see living the rest of my life here. Yeah, do, do, yeah. I'm like an Uber driver these days, and I talk to a lot of people who've never been to Reno before. And I'm so glad to overwhelmingly hear people be happily surprised at how cool Reno is. Mm. They say, mm-hmm. that I didn't know what Reno was going to be like. I figured it was just going to be some knockoff of Vegas and kind of shitty. And Oh, my God. But <laughs> it's totally not. Las Vegas and Reno don't have anything in common. No. Like, and we, yeah. 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 So that's really pl- – because I'm from Reno. I've never lived anywhere else. And I love Reno, so it's fun for me to hear that it really is. Mm-hmm. And you're well traveled. You've yeah. been outside yeah, I've been to of Reno, tons of cities, and there's places I just love, but I've never wanted to move anywhere else. Yeah, I've, I've lived in Washington. I've lived in New York State, yeah. Idaho, here. Yeah, yeah Reno's California. like it's got a little bit of everything, but not too much of anything. God, it was so nice it's, to get back here from New York City. <laughs> I was just all oh, chill, chill. <laughs> 
you know, a couple cars on the road. And I have social anxieties, you know, and it's like I need a small little not so small that there's nothing yeah. going on, but well, just big enough that there's yeah, not so small going that on. everybody's in your business right, all the time. Exactly. Reno is a big enough city to where it's not really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Love you, Reno. Yes. Oh yeah. It's like uh, in uh, nowhere, Nevada. And Christie's from nowhere, which is East Nevada somewhere, right? Uh, the official nowhere is like close to the Idaho border, I think, or mm. something. Um, Nevada borders Idaho, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so I think the official right? nowhere jackpot. Is up There's there. a town called Jackpot right on the border there yeah. between Idaho and Nevada. And uh, Andy's lying about the big city, Reno. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from out there, it is a big city. Dude. Oh hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, and so I like that city vibe, but also like Tahoe vibe, which is right up there because that's what I grew up in. Right there, Tahoe, And if so. you really want to do like huge city stuff. San Francisco's not far, and that's kind of like a, yeah. a world-class mega city. Yeah. You know? And I think it looks cool. I, yeah. I, I'm i not a, the casino person, but I think the casinos look yeah. cool. A neon city looks yeah. pretty rad from yeah. far away. Yep. Yeah. Especially with a, with a beautiful forest and mountain background. It's like I love, some future city. I love the desert, and then we've got the desert, and then I love mm-hmm. the mountains, and we've got the mountains yeah. with oh. trees. We can go one way, and it's this. and We're right on the cusp yeah. of different landscapes, and I love that. I live in Sparks, and every time I, I head to Reno, it's like on the freeway. It's like you just get that view. You're just surrounded by these beautiful yeah. mountains. It's pretty. And, and right now, with all the the snow and the rain we've had, the mountains are just still green at the end of so June. so weird. We're having the it's weirdest spring, you guys. Uh, yeah, it's the best. Agreed. I love, I love it here, and it makes me sad when people – Bur- like they um, rip on the city, like it's the city's fucking fault. You're not happy. <laughs> it's like, man, I don't know. There's right. there are things you can do to help, and, and and a lot of times it's like move away and go see if your problems yeah. yep. ain't gonna just be right there with yeah. you in your new city. You'll yeah. find out that the new place you live, it's gonna have all this. You're gonna fall in. It's all the same traps of mm. what whatever you thought was shitty yeah. here will eventually be shitty there. Yeah. <laughs> Once yeah. the newness wears off of off of it. Yeah, know. when I used to work in the bars and the back in the day and people would come and be like oh man in my town i was just doing drugs and i was all fucked up i came to reno to get away from all that i was like fuck (laughs) that'll work (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) we have everything especially at a certain time i mean yeah like uh Uh, i also talked to a lot of like college kids and the front 75 percent i bet are from las vegas and i talked to a lot of freshmen that are in reno for the first time away from home they're like it's they're like kind of uncomfortable. It's not Vegas. It's it's kind of more small town than that. But then by the time I'm talking to these kids after they've been here for two or three years, they just talk about they're never ever moving back to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And Reno has just grown on to the point where they just can't imagine not living here. Yeah. So that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vegas is total different vibe. Yeah. And I'm not. I don't hate Vegas. I'm not a hater. No, I, just I a have things vibe. I like to do in Las Vegas, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's not even close. I'd rather watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the movie, yeah. than, or even read yeah. than... None of the things I like <laughs> to do in Vegas have anything to do with those huge strip casinos. No, well, I've only been there one time and I had a terrible time, but that wasn't Vegas' fault. It was oh. my fault. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And Vegas can be shitty, too. But yeah. It's great. It's grown on me. My wife's from Vegas, and so we've spent a lot of time going down there. But when I was growing up in Reno, you never even think to go to Vegas for any reason. Well, it's it's so far away, and there's yeah. so many cool things in California, yeah, just right over the hill. Yeah, you could be in Sacramento in two hours, or you can be in Vegas in eight hours. 
So right. Well, and I'd rather go to Fallon or Tonopah yes. or like then then go to Vegas. Yep. Or or Yerington. Right, if you're going to drive that Yerington. far, go to Portland. Right. Right. Damn. The only reason I don't want to go to Vegas is for certain shows, like bands playing yeah. there, but they probably play San Francisco too, and I'd yeah. probably just rather go to San Francisco than go to Las Vegas. Yeah. For sure. Much closer. Yeah, I'd always go to California before Vegas if they can avoid it. But um, yeah, I've only seen like, fuck, one or two shows in Vegas. I can't even think of the second one. But They do get some big shows, and they have some nice venues now, some nice like mega venues, mm. like huge arena yeah. type places they're close to la so that makes it good for the big acts that a big band skip here yeah That's yeah true but sometimes you get a you get a bone yeah yep. man i know hank three liked it yeah for a while <laughs> he loved this place dude sell out yeah um i thought he's yeah. huge but well willie that. nelson plays here like once a year and that guy's about as huge as it gets yeah i bet reno's probably loves willie oh yeah yeah the country guys come through here yeah quite a bit play the nuggets and stuff yeah, yeah i've seen willie nelson five times in reno and i think it was at a different place every time right. i saw him at the nugget and he sat down after yeah. the show until every single person that wanted to talk to him had a chance to talk to him do you oh, see him new man. year's like 2000 2000 yeah 2000 new year's day he played at the nugget cool mm. yeah willie cool. seems like cool dude yeah yeah he's a cool dude kind of a national treasure sort of amen yes. yeah I'm oh, sure. It's like the kind of guy you could hang out with. Right. Yeah. And I bet Willie would love Down this next Earth. song that you're going to play for yes. us. <laughs> Guaranteed. Let's check. That's that a good awesome segue, Rick. Yeah. You're the man. See, your it's first sad. rodeo. It's sad that he's not here to hear it. So what are we going to hear? Uh, uh, there's two more, right? Um, yes, there are. Do you remember what they're called? Let's do the the rap one. Oh. <laughs> when there's no more room in hell. Do you want to say anything about this? Should we explain? We had a we had a guest. T- tell him about the. I art. had a friend who loved to do who was doing horror rap songs and recording them over here, and and then out of the blue, <laughs> Fred is like, "I'm doing this horror rap song, and I wish I had somebody to guest on it." And I'm like, "You're fucking kidding me," because I got a guy I can call right now, and he does. It. Oh my god! And I've never met the guy. We recorded this all this separately, and so the next time I come in to record, he had already met with the guy and record or the guy recorded and sent it in and and i was just like blown away i'm like this is exactly what i wanted <laughs> yeah, that's awesome wow. so if you were hoping that this would get a little this uh, guy sounds like shaggy here. too dope from icp he's like <laughs> he's nailing this shit so it's uh so this is a sonic dead featuring right. slasher steve slasher steve so and steve used to be in the band slasher if you guys remember that I don't. Um, it's awful, and you would love it. <laughs> but it's awful. I don't even know if we can release it. Yeah, so you guys awful. always ask the question, like, what is it? You want to be a juggalo or, or follow the Grateful Dead or be a deadhead? It's like, I'm, I go juggalo all the way on that one. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I, I, have, I had a, a slight juggalo phase from, like, 98 to, like, 2000. I can, it's so easy to see you good, as a juggalo. juggalo, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that where you practice putting on makeup? Uh, there's a picture of me with some... Clown makeup yeah, I worked at somewhere. Pizza Baron about that time, and there was a guy that I was cooking pizzas with who was a juggalo, and he played all kinds of rad shit. They came to Boise. I got to see them at a, a roller rink in Boise. It was, <laughs> oh, that's it was awesome! awesome. <laughs> wow. you, were, were people roller skating, or did they shut down the roller skating? No, they shut down the, the roller. The, that's where people stood, and they were like on the oh. the end. And dude, if I could have worn roller skates while I watched the that, that and there was so Fago everywhere, and people slipping and sliding and busting their asses. It was real <laughs> authentic. 
juggalo situation. Oh, yes. Damn. Did you ever catch him over like Jub Jubs or anything? Nope. That's what was the only the, one and only time I ever saw him. What was the skate ring called? Was it like Skate Heaven? It's it Skate World or something. Potato, skate, yes. Potato, Mr. Potato Head oh. presents Skate World. Fuck, <laughs> Juggalos at Skate World. You should write a song about that. Let's check it out. This is a story of those in the twilight time. Twilight, 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 twilight. Once human, now monsters. In a void between the living and the dead. Monsters to be pitied.
so cool. Man, that, yeah, that rapper killed it. He did. That was he did awesome, great. dude. Yeah. Slasher Steve. <laughs> Love you, Slasher Steve. Also, yeah, later if you want to hear the slasher stuff, I've got it. Yeah, if you got awesome. that, I'd love to hear oh, that. That sounds like it's right really, up my alley. Good stuff. Really upsetting. That's cool. I've always liked that. <laughs> yeah, you played me a sample, and I was like, yes, that guy. <laughs> I want that guy. Yeah, makes the ghetto boys seem like Will Smith and shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> I wish I could dig it. Uh, also, uh, Ken Forhe, who says the line, when there's no more ruined hell from Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I put this song on Instagram and I think I hashtagged him or something, or and he popped in and told me how great he thought it was. That's and, oh, right. Yeah. I was like, Holy oh, shit! He got his blessing. It's like, yeah, you're doing the hook of my song. Yeah, you're like the whole chorus. <laughs> the, the, um, the line, they're coming to get you, Bob. Wow. <laughs> that was brilliant. That's so well put. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. So placed perfectly. Yep. Man. Yeah. So what genre have you not touched? Do you, do you like ska, country, western? <laughs> oh, you need to do a ska song. I think that really help us all out. Yeah, that's the only thing I haven't really messed around with is ska. Yeah. Um, well, still time. Yeah. Horror ska. When you got to just pick the right genre of when ska. When I was young and I was writing music, I that, I started off writing country stuff because like, yeah. it was easy to play. It's really easy yeah. stuff and... Yeah, a lot of country is pretty dark, too. That's where I got my footing was in country music. So. Cool. Wow. Dang. So Scott's <laughs> the one guy not in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, you've, you've, you're into grunge music, which is rock, and you're into um, fucking metal. Clearly. Punk yeah. rock, goth, yeah. disco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, All the above. It's great. You it just makes for great music. Mad lover of music. It's kind of uh, am, influences. Matt, one of the mad professors of Reno. I've just been surrounded in my music since I was born. Dude, I had older sisters. I was just telling you about this. I have some sisters that are 10 and 12 years older than me. I was a whoops when my mm. parents were in their 30s. <laughs> and uh, so they were 12 and 14 when I was born. So they were teenagers. Oh, yeah. So I grew up with their album spinning and with their and or you know getting their album collection hand me down and from the gigs and there one was you know all the pop and disco stuff and one was all the rock yeah. and stuff like that you know so I got a mix of everything and how cool. my, my parents listened to like country and like 50s and six early 60s rock and roll and doo-wop and all that kind of stuff so yeah. it was all there do you think you're gen x or mil- i am gen x i'm gen the tail x. end of gen x okay so let I think I'm a like maybe what the are beginning we of Gen X or no you guys are like in the middle you or you were in born the middle of Gen 78, X seventy eight seventy nine it's I was born in seventy seven okay okay sixty five to seventy eight I think is well, Gen X yeah my wife was born seventy nine and I consider her squarely Gen X but her sisters were born a couple years later and I consider them a hundred percent millennials too so mm-hmm. I see seventy nine as like the last seventy nine to eighty two they I think they call them like the in betweeners they're yeah. like. That sounds about right. Yeah, because they mm. kind of grew up with the mm-hmm. internet and stuff. Um, what was my point of all that, Nick? Come on, back to the thing. Back reboot, to the thing. Reboot. Um, you know, and then I grew up with MTV. You, anyway, you know? Generation You're old. X. Um, what about it, Nick? You dumb son of a bitch. I forgot it. <laughs> MTV raised me. So, yeah. you know, 
Oh, I was going to say that our our sisters and brothers or parents, Mm -hmm. like with me, it was my parents' record collection, Mm -hmm. fucking affects us. Uh, Especially if you're a musician. I mean, I guess that's who's mostly attracted to that. I don't don't know how it works. I remember looking at my sister's eight-track collection and just like taking them out and popping them in and see what they sound like. And like, okay, I don't know if I like that or not. And then put the next one in. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, this is awesome. and. I remember my aunt's a track, and she had "Kiss," the one with the disco song on it. Yep. Yeah. The, so did my sister, and Gene Simmons on that cover is like making a face like this, and it used to scare the f- shit. Out of me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I go, I'm going to turn that one face down so it's not looking at me. And Kiss was kind of scary, man. But they were yeah. my band. They were my band growing up. Yeah, I, I, I had a cousin, and I like I'd go out to my my family had a ranch in South Reno. I'd go spend the night out there. And there was a bunk bed, and on the bottom bunk, if you slept on the bottom bunk and looked up underneath the upper bunk, there was a kiss poster. Mm-hmm. And it did scared the shit out of me. Those guys looked <laughs> when scary. I was, right before bed. Yeah. When I was real young, my sister and I shared a bed, uh, and we had a big, huge kiss poster uh, that w- it really was the size of the whole fucking wall. It was the four solo album pictures. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there was Gene Simmons on on the left side and then below him was Peter Chris and then Paul Stanley on the other side and he's, I would not sleep on the side with Gene Simmons because I wouldn't ha- I didn't want to look up and see Gene Simmons I wanted yeah. to be on the <laughs> other crazy, side crazy ass tongue hanging out <laughs> yeah I like the space guy better than the demon mm-hmm. guy <laughs> so, <laughs> he seems cooler Trump was like the kitty cat one and then they got what was it Paul Stanley mm-hmm. he just seems nice or something mm-hmm. like, hey what's going on <laughs> the lover I- I'm a mom child <laughs> yeah. that's not threatening <laughs> I liked I think I liked Ace Frehley the best but cool. I wasn't a kiss guy though like I just did my I had a good friend John that was all he was about was kiss mm-hmm. and th- when I discovered kiss was right when they took the makeup off and so I didn't really get to enjoy makeup kiss I had to you enjoy it on my own you know with and, naked kiss <laughs> <laughs> yeah I and I saw Kiss twice in the 80s without makeup. I've only seen Kiss without makeup. I've never saw them with makeup on. They're still so, doing some stuff now, I think, aren't yeah, they? It's yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd heard an interview with them recently on the Howard Stern show, but I didn't get a, get the gist of what they were talking about. But I know that they were, that they were hanging out together doing interviews. So, yeah. yeah no Isn't good. it like their eighth farewell tour or yes, something? It just never ends. <laughs> just a cash grab. Mm-hmm. The just kidding farewell turn. Yeah. Tour, yeah, oh. they're 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 getting to the talks where they their Gene and Paul might bow like bow out and have and have guys replace them, so it's completely not original members at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Those already exist. They're called Kiss tribute bands, yeah. <laughs> and some of them sound better than actual Kiss. Yeah, I saw um, Mini Kiss at uh, Mini Kiss is great. At by the, the way, Wingfield <laughs> once surprisingly good. <laughs> or was it? No, I was Mini Ozzy. I'm sorry, I did. I saw Mini Kiss online. That's right. Can't vouch for many Aussie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good. Nick says they're good. They were good. I trust Nick. <laughs> I haven't seen many Led Zeppelin yet, but I'll give it a shot. That'd <laughs> 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 be a good mini Tenacious D project would be cool, too. <laughs> There's that old female Led Zeppelin, though. They're pretty good. Yeah. Zepparella? Yeah, that's the Yeah, list. they're dope. Yeah, it was like a really good, fem- like all female Beastie Boys tribute band that played a couple oh, years ago. Oh, they played, they played Mousewood Meltdown one uh, time. Uh, Sheasty Boys? Sheasty Boys. Or Yeasty Boys. Yeasty Girls. Yeasty Candy girls. Apples and the Razy Blaze no, opened think... up for them oh, at one of the no shows. Shit. Oh, right. uh, a Halloween show. It was 
That was so great. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. Going off, huh? That was great. Did show. they cover like all? They did all the great ones. Uh, all the classics, yeah. Yep. Fucking a. Nice. It's a great. That that's a great thing to do. I love that this town is full of these Halloween shows, where you never know one year you're gonna be able mm-hmm. to see. You know, I saw the Beastie Boys at Holland, and it was the Crush guys. I think the guys from Crush, Rick. You remember them? Yeah, yeah. They were doing the Beastie Boys, and they fucking nailed it, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Was, I would love to have cool. seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember one Halloween, at, uh, maybe 97, Fat Cows dressed up like dead rock stars? Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, who, who'd you dress up like? Oh, that's Kurt Cobain. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But Loring was and John Mar- Bonham. Marianne was Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah. But she kind of seemed more like Nancy oh, Spongin, yeah. so it was kind of like Kurt and Nancy. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know. You get a little Fun peanut times. butter in your chocolate, you know. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been fucking great, you guys. This has been great. Absolutely awesome. So no one can go see Sonic, but you could buy you could buy can, your, the albums. Say Spotify and yeah, they, they're, they're, they're out everything. there. It's on. They're on okay. all the streaming services. The right. Sonic Dead. The Sonic. Dead. Are you the only yeah. the Sonic Dead? Yeah. Right. On. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, me neither. Should be like ten of them. But okay. <laughs> Yeah, you always pick really cool names too. They're important, man. I mean, yeah, I, I uh, there's so many bands that like I look at and I go, God, I bet you regretted choosing that name. You know? Yeah. Now so, you're now you're walking Stank? into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great example. Absolutely. I use I use Hoobastank as an expletive sometimes, and I'm just like. Oh, Stank! I, I was listening. It's a good one. Hoba That's Stank safe. came on my radio today in my car, and I was like, they should they should have just went with Hoba Stank or something. Hoba Stank just don't sound right. Mm. <laughs> They're like, come up with something that's not forget forgettable. Yep. Hoba Stank, that'll work. <laughs> I don't know. It was that time. Green Day regret regret being called Green Day. They do. I've, I've heard him. Billy Joel say that. Oh, yeah. That's not a great name. Green Day. Yeah. Does that really tell you what kind of band they are or anything? Uh, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes them sound like they might be a hippie band, like a jam yeah. band. Yeah. yeah, like a reggae band or something. <laughs> like into weed yes, and shit. Definitely. That does sound like a, a jam band. Or like Cypress Hill hip hop kind of group mm-hmm. called Green Day. Yep. But no. Well, there's some Berkeley Dudes pop are punk. way into the English punk rock. There was another band called Murder Rock, though. Oh, they were, an, Ita- they were an Italian trio that played like oh, it was like jazzy classical type stuff. Huh. No shit. Mm-hmm. Trippy. Yep. Nothing like what we were. But every once in a while, they'd be tagged in something on Facebook. And Did they have? They tag us <laughs> instead of tag Italian <laughs> vocals. Uh, I don't even know if they had vocals. Huh. Might have been instrumental music. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, names are gonna. Get Duplish. There's another Shames that came out in like what the 70s or something. And the, so the Shames Reno, but they're you know I couldn't believe the there, there wasn't another Candy Apple in the Razor Blades. That one surprised me that that wasn't taken already because that's a Misfits lyric. Right, right. And it wasn't taken. No, nope. it's cool. Sometimes I think of cool band names and I don't want to say them out loud because I'm afraid the phone's listening to me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna steal my idea, and then I go look it up, and yep, 
lo and behold, somebody else got that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I need another fucking band name at all, but that's just what you do when you hear yeah. one. You're like, oh, the light bulb goes off. That's a fucking great. <laughs> I, I thought glitter bats would, would have been taken too. I was surprised that one wasn't out there already. I know, and I Google it, just like projects come up with glitter, and mm-hmm. they're making yeah, yeah, bats. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. it. There are art <laughs> sites that have that are yeah. That's pretty great. So if you want to follow Freddie F- Frocks, <laughs> you can't say it right. <laughs> find all his find all his bands um, and uh, be, go be our friend on Facebook on Glitter Bats on Sonic Dead. Is Murder Rock still up? Yep. Murder Rock. Oh, that's never going anywhere. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There. Are, yeah. I'm gonna. Were you in Frankie's Chop Shop? No, I was not. I appeared on his. That was one of the podcasts that yeah. I appeared on. I was just kind of there for support, though, but no. Right on. We love Chris. Yes. Very much. So great. And, and, and I love Frankie's Chop Shop. That was a great little project. Yeah. If you were wondering what to talk about, go look in the search bar, Frankie's Chop Shop. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's out there, too. listen to that. And yeah, on Spotify, too. Yeah, and this is your seventh appearance on this podcast. Yeah. You, can, you can go back and listen to all your past appearances if you'd like yeah. to hear the whole thing. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, which is rad. The many, many sounds and faces of Freddie Ferox. I think you talk less and less as Ferox. you go back. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember the first like... time Murder Rock came in here, and Rory didn't show up, and it was just me and Nick <laughs> and Murder Rock, and it was just like the worst show. They came in like, costume. Just me and Nick were just like scared or something. <laughs> we're all like, just staring at you guys. Yeah. Like... I just didn't talk or anything. Yeah. And everything, what we were trying to do the quiz. Was... We were asking Sammy about stuff, but she wouldn't talk, so I had to like answer for her. <laughs> like, we're like, should just, we do this in character or should we not yeah, do it in character? It was, and like, we'll it do it in definitely character and an freak experience. Out. <laughs> yeah. so, definitely a memorable podcast, but not very loud. <laughs> and the music was great. Music was loud. That was, that but the was, interview was alive, kind of yeah. not that great. During the honest. interview, there were points of silence, but I think the silence said a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he and me would look at each other sometimes like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> and if people looked at the pictures in the blog, yeah, I, I think, think they would understand a little better what was going on. Yep. <laughs> I always thought it would be would have been cool if we did kind of a a war of the worlds thing where Murder Rock came on here and like took you guys hostage. But it was like we've you know recorded like it was a real thing yeah. and you guys were really like no. hostages. Yeah, and- it was kind of cool that you guys did your first show kind of in character like that. Mm-hmm. So it, like you get the full effect. You know, and I yeah. we we kill all you guys except for one of you at the end, to, so yeah. so the video could so the podcast could be uploaded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who someone... uploads this? All right, you're the one who lives. Yeah, you're, 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 the, the guys, you're the Wayne Gale. One of the guys that made it out of Jonestown. That's what he said to the guy with the gun. He was like, yep. "Somebody has to tell the story." Yep. Yep. So that that's what the survivor would have been. I guess it would have been me. I have to mix it. Yep. You would have lived. And I have to record the next album. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, you yeah, it's guys! It's been a great time. Yeah, it has. Thank you, Freddie, for coming great in. Great seeing you. Again. We got we got one more song to hear at the end, right? Yeah, I don't remember what it is, but yes, we do. It's the wolf one. Oh, call the wolf. Okay, another song about wolves. I know. I've kind of you know the wolf metaphor. I think I've every band I've <laughs> I've gone to that well <laughs> several times. Now. It's okay to do a wolf. Um, well, uh, go to that wolf well on every kind of genre. So every, all every genre has got a wolf song. In, in Murder Rock, it was Wolfman Blues, and we had a song called American Wolf in London, and then Call the Wolf here, and then Glitter Bats has a song called Wolves. Right. Have you ever read uh, the, the uh, Anne Rice uh, wolf books? 
werewolf no. books. And Rice has two werewolf books, and they're my favorite. Are they good? They're fucking amazing. I don't think I was aware of those. Dude, yeah. That's the the wolf gift and uh, – oh, I always thought werewolves were like kind of an underrated monster. Like they, oh, and Anne Rice's werewolves are the best werewolves I ever. I want to be one of Anne Rice's werewolves so bad. So if anybody knows how to, for me to do that, let me know. But you got to get bit by another one of Anne Rice's werewolves. Where, exactly. Freddie, would you rather be a werewolf or a, a vampire? Mm. Probably a vampire. Oh, see? Uh, the werewolves in Anne, Rice's, er, in Anne Rice's books, they're able to walk around in the day. They're also immortal, and they fucking get to... Kyler evil people and they get to eat Ooh. and they get to do all this other great stuff the but also the walk around as humans it hurts to transform and they no, wake up naked no. and in, <laughs> in her books the transformation is like an orgasm happening all over your entire oh. body yeah she she takes the whole thing and turns it on head, its head just enough to make it and the rad thing is that evil people smell delicious and mm. you can't stop yourself from eating them and innocent people like Ooh, taste yeah. terrible that's great Werewolf that sounds, cool. that sounds like a good better. book. Yeah, no, her books make it just seem like, oh. When I was a 14-year-old kid, I was like, I want to be your vampires on rice so bad. And then as an adult, I'm like, wait a minute. I want to be your werewolves now. <laughs> Thanks. It's not like Team Wolf where you're just like good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was good when he turned into the wolf. <laughs> Nick, he was good at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great movie. And surfing on top of the van. Yeah. You can yeah. yeah you when can you're buy, a werewolf. You can buy beer. You get some powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look old. Well, yeah, they got a beard, so they don't bully. card you. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, if they card you, you, just give them those fucking scary eyes, and he's all, dude, it's yeah, on the house. Give yeah, me okay, a okay. Okay. Hey, you know, Werewolves are pretty beer. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> werewolves are pretty cool. <laughs> all right. Okay, so yeah, so we'll check that song out. All right. Well, it's been an awesome show, and uh, for Cadillac Kim, Rory Dowd, Lord Strice, Mouse... And half of Reno, who works on this show. <laughs> July 29th, come see you, Glitter Bats. Yes, yes. We're playing with Pussy Velour and Eddie in the Ooh, subtitles. Oh, my that's God, we're at? That's going to be a great show. Alteris. Jesus Christ, that's such a rad lineup. Okay, okay. Awesome. Life, Life is short. short. And we love you. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass.